VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Saints 2020 season is over, but this offseason is going to be the biggest, craziest Saints offseason since 2006. Hell, it might be the craziest offseason the Saints have ever had. And you're going to want Saints breaking news. And guess what? The Saints happy hour, we deliver breaking news podcast every time something happens with the Saints. And you're going to need your Saints fix. You're going to want to know what's going on and we deliver it for you. Become a patron for 10 bucks. You get the best swag box. Four swag items. Amazing. You get access to the Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7 in a private chat. And you get access to this podcast ad-free every single day. No ads ever. You need the Saints Happy Hour podcast during the Saints offseason, so do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com and sign up today at saintshappyhour.com. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Give us freaking five-star review. If you don't give us five stars, don't give us any stars at all. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Become a patron for $10. You get podcast early ahead of time. It's amazing. Uh, So I want to start. I'm going to get out ahead of this because I know that the guys are going to rip me for it. We did an awesome podcast with a Detroit blogger about the possibility of the Saints trading for Matt Stafford. And I was like, we'll give this to patrons and we'll save this for the people that don't want to pay. And we'll post it next week because there's no way. There's no way that the Lions are going to trade Matthew Stafford before the Super Bowl and steal the Super Bowl's thunder. There's no way that's happening. And, of course, boom, Saturday night, it happens. Uh, they trade Matthew Stafford to the Rams uh, for, like, a first-round pick, a third-round pick, and the Rams had to throw in a first-round pick to get rid of golf. Two, two firsts. Yeah. Two firsts, yeah. So the Rams had to – they traded two firsts to get golf. And they had to trade two firsts to get rid of Goff, which that's pretty much horrible asset management uh, 101. Um, But the thing is, as it relates to the Saints, Dave, the thing that I noticed last night and especially today on Saints Twitter, Saints Twitter in general is sort of panicked now. They look around and they're like, there's five, six, seven teams. They need a quarterback. And the best quarterback available in free agents is one Jameis Winston. And now people are like, are the Colts going to give him three years, $65 million? Are the Bears going to get desperate? So, and, and I didn't appreciate Andrew just texting me like this stream of consciousness about how the Bears, Ryan Pace is desperate and just imitates whatever Mickey Loomis wants and that it's poss- probable that Winston's going to go to Chicago. I cannot have a Saints season, Dave, with just Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, and some rando rookie that they pick in the fourth round from 
northeast, western, fuck what state. I can't have a season of that. I got to have Winston on the Saints, man. I can't have this. I can't have the Saints with no good quarterbacks besides Taysom. I can't have that. Should, should I be panicked? Uh, or was Andrew just being mean to me on a Sunday afternoon? I think there's uh, I think there's some legitimacy to that. I mean, you know, so far this whole Stafford trade, not necessarily uh, the best start to the off season for the Saints. Um, you know, one obviously that takes Stafford out of the running, so it's not possible for the Saints to grab him. Okay, that's not a big deal. Um, you know, I think we're all a little bit surprised at how much the Rams were willing to give up uh, to get him which sets the bar that much higher when you're talking about Deshaun Watson. I mean, now, you know, what the hell is this? If Matt Stafford is worth two firsts and Jared Goff and the third and whatever, like how much is fucking Deshaun Watson worth? Jesus Christ. Um, the Rams then, really don't care about draft picks. My God. <laughs> I mean, if here's the thing, though. If Kevin is, is president of the Trade Down Society and that's to trade down to acquire more picks – what do you call what the Rams do? Kevin, they have – the last time the Rams had a, had drafted in the first round was 2016. My kid wasn't even one year old. They're not going to pick again. He's going to be in the second grade. Well, you know, that's, that's, that's such a shame. That's such a shame that the that this Rams franchise is just <laughs> Here we throwing go. away picks and and – and uh, seems to have been fleeced by by the Detroit Lions of all of all fucking teams. I mean, really, my you my heart. Yeah, it. you you really hate to see it, Andrew. You really do. Just right here, right yeah. here. Do I you mean, the thing? Tiniest tiniest violin. <laughs> the tiniest. <laughs> tiniest. You know, I, I, the thing. Dave, you, no, Dave, Dave, you you, you can't hear it. You're not listening. It's right there. <laughs> the thing about Jameis and the Saints, you know, I think the good news is, you know, the Saints are in the driver's seat. You know, we are took, they? We were the ones. Yes, we were the ones that took the yeah. chance on him on him last season. Uh, we can now say, look, we've we've got we've had you in here for a year. You know, Drew's gone. This is it. We want you to be the guy. Um, I, wait, I think... wait, did the Saints take a chance on him or did he take a chance on the Saints? Let's be honest about that. Either way. Okay, so either way. So let's so let's say it's the other way. Jameis, Jameis knowingly took less money to come to the Saints for the opportunity to start. There you go. This is yep. his opportunity to start. So either way, however you want to slice it, I think, you know, Jameis is the Saints quarterback to lose. Here's the uh, thing. The, they don't necessarily have to pay him as – I mean, yes, I, I think he's going to get offers. I think he's definitely going to get offers, and they're going to be very good offers. But but we've seen Jameis take a discount before. I think James, I think he knows that his bread is slightly buttered here. Who he, he's, I, I, I mean, yeah, he may get a lot of money. He may get offered a lot of money. But, you know, to go to a different team, start over again – um, yeah, but there's a I mean he's made 65 million dollars in his career, but but Andrew, I want you I want you to lay out the Bears scenario that you texted me furiously while I was at the park watching my kid because the Bears scenario I was like that's that's bullshit Andrew. That that's not going to happen. And then you laid it out to me the desperation 
and the scenario of the Bears, and I was like, oh, my God, you're right. So lay out, uh. your, lay out your Bears scenario with Jameis Winston. I think – I think the Bears and the Colts are the two teams to watch, but lay out your Bears scenario because I found I found it interesting and terrifying, and I hate you. Well, you're you're easy to convince, so that's that's on you, Ralph. But uh, I just look at Pace and I look at Nagy, and and they're on borrowed time. This this could be their last year, you know. And it's one of those things where I just think that they're they've got to go YOLO. They can't really sit idle, and they can't draft a quarterback. Right. They can't they've got to get the best guy out there. And right now, free agent wise, I mean, unless they're going to trade a bounty of picks, which a smart owner wouldn't let him do that. A smart owner, when you're when you're on borrowed time and you, it's, it's win now or you're out like they they need to make the playoffs or they're done. And they're they know they're not going to do it with Nick Foles and they know they're not going to do it. With Trubisky. So the Bears need a quarterback. They don't really have the time to wait for a rookie to happen. So they need to go get a guy. And so in free agency, like you ask yourself, if Dak Prescott gets franchised, which we all kind of assume that's going to happen, what else is out there? What what would be the most appealing option? So you ask yourself, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kirk Cousins, maybe if he shakes loose. uh, um, Sam Darnold, if the Jets did something. Sam Darnold. I mean, Teddy, honestly, Teddy Bridgewater, like, though, like Carolina could move on from him. Maybe, That's... but like Jameis is, is as appealing as any of those options I just mentioned. Oof, I don't know. And so when, I'd, when, rank when... It with, I'd rank him a scotch higher than fucking Sam Darnold. Sure. And so, <laughs> you throw any of the four of us back ahead of Sam Darnold. <laughs> when you look at Ryan Pace, he can't think for himself. He's always copying Mickey Loomis. He always wants to – like there's always a stick it to the Saints vibe to every move that Chicago makes. And I, I just think they could put together a contract financially, I, I would guess, especially if they go two years, three years, which the Saints probably couldn't hang with. And, you know, Jameis just, just wants an opportunity. But if Chicago's like, look, you're this – don't forget, the Saints, like, yes, Jameis is probably going to be the starter if he comes back to New Orleans, but there's still the whole Taysom Hill thing. And we know Sean Payton loves him. And I just want to say, like, if he goes to Chicago, he's a starter, period. And if he goes to New Indianapolis, he's a starter, period. He, you know, J- Jacoby Brissett's not going to beat him out. So I, I do think those are both teams that were in the playoffs this year, the Colts and the Bears. And with the Bears specifically, I would say their Achilles heel was the quarterback play. You improve quarterback play, and they're probably Here, a much better football here's, team. Here's my counterpoint to that, Kevin, and I want you to expound on it because I think it's a good – good question for you is listen we the Saints fans we sort of have like we're intrigued by Winston because he's been here a year and you know we're like ah Drew is leaving maybe you know maybe Sean can work his magic he's he's done some interesting things with backup quarterbacks when Drew hasn't played obviously they went eight and one but here's the thing around the league like our team's gonna look at Jameis and be like we want the guy who Tampa got rid of and they're going to the Super Bowl and Jameis, his history, he's kind of icky, you know. So I just think yeah. maybe Saints fans were sort of inflating the worth of Jameis Winston and his the opinion of him around the league. I still have a hard time thinking a team's going to be like, hey, Jameis, we gave him three years, $75 million. He's the guy now. Get excited. Like, I just have a hard time believing a team is going to do that. Am I wrong 
thinking that way, Kevin? It's not at face value. It's not necessarily wrong to think that way, but, and I say think that way as maybe a gut reaction, but when you go deeper than that, and Juge might be able to, you know, how how deep are we going here, Juge? Deep with what? Advanced way, way statistics. Way deeper and deeper. Yeah, I have, yeah. Deeper. I fucking, I tried putting it on sorry, a tee for sorry. you, and you didn't <laughs> pick it up. Deeper. Oh, All right. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So. <laughs> and I lost my train of thought. Shit. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. But, but the. But like the Colts and the Bears, they're in win now mode. They're not going to draft a quarterback. So if they're not going to go after Jameis, then my question to you, Ralph, is who? Who's it well, going to be? I, this I well, think I mean, to Ralph to, to 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 scare Ralph a little bit more. Oh, here we go. You know, yes, yes. Last year, obviously, the market was you know Jameis was out there. It wasn't that hot for Jameis. Uh, you know, the Saints were able to get him, but. I hate to break it to you, Ralph, but this year, this offseason is totally different. You now have a whole plethora of teams that are in win-now mode that need a quarterback. So maybe Jameis is not that high last year, but the market has changed, and uh, that changes his value. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Well, I just think of it. This way too. I think I think there are desperate options. And the one thing I'll say about the I one thing to say about the Colts, Andrew, is they're sort of in the position of the Saints in that their coach, their general manager, like if they slide back, they're not getting fired, right? So the Colts can be like, Hey, we'll just trade for Teddy Bridgewater, we'll trade for Jimmy Garoppolo or whatever, and we'll see how it goes for a year, and if it doesn't work out then we'll get a rookie or whatever. Like they're not like Frank Reich ain't getting fired. Whoever the GM or the Colts didn't get fired. So like I look at the Bears and I just see them like Ryan Pace could be like Jameis four years, ninety million dollars. If it doesn't work out, it isn't my fucking problem because I'll be fired and I'll be back working for the yeah, Saints. That's right. As like if a, you suck, if you suck, I'll be fired and the next yeah. GM will have to deal with you. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. The, so the I, next GM will have to deal with that shitty contract I gave you. <laughs> So I just, so I just. I that's why. That's why the more I think of it, the Bears are the team. But, but I, I think the Colts could give them a one-year deal for twenty million, you know, or whatever. Like the Saints couldn't match that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I. I mean, I don't think. I don't think the Saints would do any. Do 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 either Dave? Do you think that the Saints could be really proactive with Jameis, and we could see something like we could see him get signed? to an extension like or agree to something like before free agency starts like soon like in february do you think the saints could try to be proactive on that end 
Uh, I mean, first of all, you think the Saints are probably wishing they had signed Jameis to a two-year contract so they had him just locked up and ready to go and could even potentially trade him if they wanted to even go that route. No, uh, I think I don't think Jameis would have. I don't think Jameis would have been up for that. Like I don't think. Yeah, I think Jameis was like, I'll here, play yeah. for free, basically, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lock myself into you. Like I don't think Jameis would have done that. Right. Um, but to answer your question, which was again, remind me because I had an answer for it. I just can't remember. Will the Saints be proactive and maybe sign oh, him uh, sooner I, than we I, think? I, honestly, I, I think. Uh, to be honest with you, I think that's probably the best thing. Uh, you know, before Deshaun Watson happens, before, I think, I think yes. And again, that goes back to my earlier point that they already have a relationship with Jameis. Uh, there's been communication. They know what he wants. Uh, he knows what they what they want. Um, they're way ahead of the curve as far as negotiating with him. Um, and I think it's in their best interest, the Saints. Uh, for and sure they, if if, if 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 they if they know that. If they know that he's their guy, you know, obviously all of this is 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 with an asterisk, um, and this is presupposing that uh, you know that we're taking Sean Payton for face value, and he f- truly feels that uh, the future is uh, in the building already. Well, the one thing I will say, and look, and I'm I'm the Andrew, you know this, I'm the king of don't. Listen There's what, no way he's going to sign before free agency. The Saints, you know, I'm it the king of. It doesn't behoove, doesn't behoove Jameis to sign. No, no, no. He'd be stupid to sign before free agency. And also, uh, if I'm Jameis, I'm looking for some assurances from the Saints. Like, hey, you've still got Taysom under contract. I'm going to have to deal with him being in the building. And so I, I would have to get promised look, you're, Taysom's going back to what he was doing when he was with yeah. Jameis. You can put him in for your little package stuff, but I'm the starter. And I, if I'm Jameis, I demand that promise because I know if the Bears and Colts are poking around at him, they're going to they're give him way more assurances than what the Saints have given Jameis so far. Yeah, the one thing, though, Dave, that's interesting to me is the Saints talk about Jameis. They don't talk about him like they do their other free agents, right? Like Trey Hendrickson, Marcus Williams are like, we love him. He's great. We'd love to have him back. We'll have to see what the market bears. When Sean Payton, when he talked about Jameis in that end-of-year press conference, even Mickey Loomis, they talk about Jameis like it's done deal, like he's 100% going to be on the roster, almost like he's under contract for next year because they talk about him and Taysom as the quarterback tandem. And I just find that really sort of I tell myself the way they talk means he's 100% coming back. But I do find it odd the way they talk about Jameis. They don't talk about other free agents that they have the same way. Should should I read into that or am I just giving myself wishful thinking? I mean, I agree with you as far as like, you know, Peyton's end of season press conference. uh, I mean, I totally agree with you. He does talk about Jameis as if he's – going to be on this roster next year, uh, which he's obviously not right now. And um, He used to do that with Teddy Bridgewater, too. Uh, yes. Um, he did that, but, but he didn't so, do that. He didn't do that with Teddy Bridgewater after 2019. He did that with Teddy Bridgewater after 2018. Yeah. I think he's trying to speak it into existence. <laughs> I'm for that. I, 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 mean, yeah. I believe in that. It's like this. It's like We're, the secret. You have to build your dream board. You have to make a collage. Maybe he's got a, like a, Kevin. Do you think he has a collage of Winston? Does he have like? Is it mostly Bucks 
collage of Jameis Winston, or is it like Florida State peak Jameis? If he, if Sean Payton no, has no, a collage I, I, to wish actually, it into existence, like a Pinterest board. No, I think what he's done is I think he took a page out of the uh, the book The Alchemist, and he has just a picture of Jameis <laughs> in a in a little chest, and he's buried it somewhere <laughs> in the desert, and he'll go back and get it. Once Jameis agrees that he will negotiate with the Saints, mm. because so, then he will have manifested it. And only only one fucking person, I guarantee you, in the goddamn chat's going to know what the hell kind of reference I just made. Because you know, twenty fucking million people read The Alchemist. Nobody here has read The Alchemist. I watched the TBS show. It's a good beer. There's a good beer from Vermont called The Alchemist. <laughs> Is it an IPA? It's yes, it's a well-known idea. Uh, I, I should have known. Tremendous. So, Kevin, Deshaun Watson wants a trade, and the reason why I start with you is because you are president, chairman of Trade Down. Get more, <laughs> acquire more picks. It never happens with the Saints. But we right. dream it. We, we, we think that we always say, if, this is, if, if there's any year they're going to trade down, it's this year, and they never fucking do it because the Saints are never trading right. down. But the reason I ask you this question is because you are the king of wanting to trade down and believing that draft picks, having more is the key to success, and the Saints have borne that out. 2017, 2016, 20, you know, they built this last four years on great success. But, Kevin... What is too much for the Saints to give up to get Deshaun Watson? Uh, I saw, and again, I'm 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 going off of random Twitter users, <laughs> so it's it's whatever. It's it's it might as well be a straw man argument. I saw some people saying, "Oh, give up the whole, give up the whole 2021 draft." That's too much. I saw people saying, oh, give first through third this year, first through third next year. And just like, (laughs) it's like, no, no. You can say we'll give you. I would even be in favor of like a three year deal where you say get two right now, get one next year and then one in the third year, something like that. The only time I would be in favor of maybe throwing out more picks is if they're like a little bit later, like your fours and your fives. Otherwise, you're looking at dealing with your ones and your twos. Um, John McClain for the Houston Chronicle. I don't know why, but I like – I don't know why. I like Deshaun Watson. I would prefer – I actually would prefer him as as a saint, even if it would mean having to trade away – my my precious <laughs> precious picks. Whoa, I know. Look well, out. here's the question, Kevin. John McLean of the Houston Chronicle said the starting point for the for what the Texans Isn't John would want. John McLean, the name of the Die Hard character. Yeah, yes. it's like Die Hard. Yes. It's always it's always disappointing when you're talking about John McLean from the I Houston he- Chronicle. I heard him. I heard him say John McLean, and I instead thought he was going to go with a Die Hard reference. Instead yeah. of John McClain from Nakatomi I Tower. I thought you were going to drop a yippee ki <laughs> Yeah, the Texans, he said, yippee ki motherfucker. Falcon. This Mr. is what Falcon. the Texans... Mr. Falcon. This is what the Texans want. They want two firsts, two seconds, and two 
defensive starters under contract at low cost for multiple years. So I ask you, G. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question before you ask your question? Go ahead. Does Marcus Marcus Davenport, does that count as two firsts? (laughs) (laughs) That's what what I was going to say. If the Texans – if this, if the Texans and the Saints are going back and forth, and the Texans say, "Listen, Mickey, we want your 2021 first, your 2022 first, your 2021 second, your 2022 second, and we want Chauncey Gardner Johnson and Lattimore." Done. Do you say yes? No. Done. No. Yes. I say no. There, there is very little I wouldn't say yes to. You know, and obviously there's a whole financial thing, and 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 also just the Jets and the Dolphins, what they can order, I, like what they can offer. I, I just don't think it's realistic. So I let me let me say clearly, the Saints are not getting Deshaun Watson. But uh, there's very little I would say no to in the sense that, man, um, you're setting yourself up for the next ten years, and we've seen that Sean Payton with a the worst defense in NFL history, like the worst it gets, is seven and nine when you have an elite quarterback, um, you know, and so as long as you're not getting rid of Kamara and the offensive line and Michael Thomas, he's set up to succeed. So I, I'd probably do it. Yeah. Then you're going back to the mid 2000 teens when you've going seven and nine, cause your offense is great. Your defense is fucking terrible. Well, I was, was going to say, I'm going to find Kevin Case Bahar and see what he's up to. I'm, yeah, I'm, basi- really. I'm basically signing up for exactly what I was just making fun of the Rams for. <laughs> well, <laughs> here's, a, here's my question. But, here's what I would say. Watson is, is uh, different. Like I wouldn't here's my understand. question. Here's my question to you, Dave. Hypothetical. Hypothetically, the last two teams in the Wap- in the Watson sweepstakes are the Saints and the Carolina Panthers. If you're Loomis, do you then have to pay whatever it takes to keep him from going to Carolina? Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be you don't want to be playing Brady and Watson and uh uh, Matt Ryan, no big deal, but uh, but yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be playing Watson and Brady twice for the next uh, year or two, and and Watson obviously even longer. Uh, I I don't know. I, I I mean, you know, hypothetically, just for fun, yes, absolutely, you got to do whatever the hell you can do to make sure you get Watson instead of the Panthers. Uh, realistically, I think him and Kai Harley and uh, they they've always. They've always, you know, they've had their their limit, and they do not go beyond that limit. And uh, and and if it had to go beyond that limit to get Watson, I just don't think that they would actually really do. Does that. it surprise you guys that the Panthers are going after him? That they're it really into not. Watson? No, it does not. They no. need. To I just, I just, the, what, what it would take for Carolina? Like, I don't think Carolina is is a very good team yet. Like, they just don't have a ton of pieces, and. The, what they would have to get up to get Watson to me is just like, then you're not really supporting Watson with much. And like, I guess they're assuming that Brady's going to retire here in the next couple of years. That's the thing. So, like you, yeah. you assume you, if you're Carolina, you're looking for Yeah. 
and you're yeah, like, well, Brady uh, can't play forever. Atlanta's on the downslope with Matt Ryan. They're rebuilding. Yep. The Saints, Breeze is gone. They can't keep it together. They're $100 million over the cap. We can go and win this division at 9, 10 wins if we get Watson. Um, yeah. But, no, again, I, I don't Watson, Watson might be a 2022 play for them. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Here's the thing. The- I don't know. Why can't, why can't, I, you know, the one thing that I feel like we're not really talking about, maybe because it's, you know, we, we have yet to get to free agency, but like, and, and maybe it's because, maybe it's because we've never, there's no history of it and we haven't seen it, but sh- shouldn't Sean Payton be able to draft somebody? And, and I'm not talking about a first round guy, like, you know, the guy from Ohio State or whatever. Like, shouldn't Sean Payton, if he's the quarterback whisperer, shouldn't he be able to draft somebody in the third round, the fourth round? Uh, shouldn't he find that diamond in the rough? He sees something in one guy uh, and he drafts that person and he turns them into the next. I mean, that's that's I thought that was what he's known for. And cough, yes, I know. Yeah. Cough, cough, um, Garrett, Garrett Grayson cough. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Garrett Grace has entered the I chat. I know, but like, I, but like, they never really His had a first chance. First name anyway. was Sean. They, like, like they were never going to supplant Drew Brees. I, I mean, like it. it I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I that is fucking stupid. It's not Wake stupid. Up. It's not stupid. No, I'm awake. I'm awake. Uh, and it's not stupid. I, I just, it just. Nobody's really talking about that possibility. That well, possibility. no, but Dave, I do think I do think it's an interesting point in the sense of I really believe if Sean Payton watches the draft the draft this year and they see a guy that they love, I think the fact that they didn't get Mahomes and I don't really think the Saints regret it because they got Lattimore and they win 49 games the last four years. If the no call doesn't go the wrong fucking way, we'd all be happy and we'd be like, it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, who gives a shit about Mahomes? But well, so, Mahomes wasn't available. But that's but, but my point, Andrew, is Sean Payton looked at Mahomes and they were 100% willing to take him. So I think couldn't. Sean Payton will gone. say... He was off the board. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is if he falls in love with Zach Wilson or the Lance guy from North Dakota, he'll say, I was right about fucking Mahomes, and I'm right about Zach Wilson, or I'm right about whoever, or I'm right about Mac Jones. Go up and get him. It's the same thing as 2017, and now we don't have a quarterback. So I think there's a good – I think it's more likely that the Saints could move up in the draft if Sean Payton falls in love with a guy, but you never know because the quarterback, dra- the quarterbacks this year, the draft is supposedly pretty poor. Like they have the three or four guys in the first round, and after that, it's just like a cliff. 
Well, even you then, only I would, have to be right once. That's true. Uh, but even then, I would say Trevor Lawrence is probably your only surefire guy in this draft class. Then you got a bunch of maybes. You know, Lance, I would say, is a maybe. Any quarterback from Ohio State, until one becomes successful, I, I think every Ohio State guy is a maybe. And, you know, I like Zach Wilson, but I, I still think he, he's slight of frame and he likes to run. And you, you don't like guys like that getting hit at the pro level. I, so, anyway. Here's, well, here's the other thing. I, I'll, I'll jump piggyback off what you just saying. But I'll even, I'll even add the Trevor Lawrence uh, thing to that because – how many guys? Edie Falco. How many guys? What? Edie Falco. You've never seen that? No, I know who Edie Falco is. He Just looks for... exactly like Edie Falco. He does look like Edie Falco. He really does. And Where's... I, from henceforth, he is Nurse Jackie Lawrence. Okay. <laughs> Carmella. Right. Where's the gobble ghoul? Um. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just looking at Edie Falco right now. The fucking point, I lose my way. Um, I don't get many of these. How many times do quarterbacks go into the draft and you got either Mel Kuyper or McShay or Jaworski or some other fucking talking head going, this guy is committed to playing quarterback. He has the fundamentals. He has the wingspan. He has the football IQ to compete in the National Football League and somebody fucking drafts them and this and, and it's almost usually a shitty fucking team and this bastard this poor bastard gets lit up in the first two years of his career and he's and he's damaged goods never, never recovers yeah damaged goods that the guy from uh what the fuck was his name the guy from Oregon like years and years ago there was a cat from Oregon no twice uh Joey Mariotta. Joey Harrington oh, and Achilles sure, Smith. Joey Harrington. Sure. Joe Harrington uh, it was You're some... talking about Mariota, right? Matt Leinart. Mariota, too. What? Matt Leinart. Um, people people actually got on the Johnny Manziel train briefly. Yeah. The guy from Oklahoma that won the Heisman. Uh, Jason something. Oh, yeah. They somehow I got on Sam Bradford. Got oh, on him. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Down the fucking toilet. Jamarcus Ryan Russell. Leaf. Down the fucking toilet, Sam Darnold. Down the fucking toilet. I mean, the road to heaven is paved with the carcasses of of quarterbacks with 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 fantastic with with imagined stats, title and trophies and awards and all that shit. However. All Sean Payton had, and I'm saying all, like like I'm playing the, the tinniest violin again. All Sean Payton has to do is find the one. He just has to find one good, not great, one good quarterback to put in that offense. And they're good for the next five or six years. Well, that's that's an interesting question before we get to the uh, podcast questions from Twitter and Discord and all that. What level, and not a name, not uh, a style or anything, but, but what level of quarterback do the Saints need, Dave, to go 
10 and 6, 11 and 5 in 2021 and win a fifth straight division title. Like what le- what level of quarterback? You don't have to give me a name for this year, but you can give me like a, a, a name of the present or the past of like this is the level they need to sustain the success that they've had the last four years. Right. Um, I think it's pretty easy, actually. And I, I don't think you have to look too far. I, I think you need somebody like Teddy Bridgewater. I, I'm not a huge fan of Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback that's going to bring you a Super Bowl. I don't think he's the quarterback that is going to take you even deep into the playoffs to an NFC championship game. But he is certainly a good enough quarterback that he's going to win you games. He's going to manage a game. He's not going to give the ball up. He's not going to turn the ball over that much. Um you know, assuming the Saints next year uh, have as 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 good of a defense, you know, and they're still a fairly well-rounded team, yeah, I think uh, somebody like Teddy Bridgewater on that level, I think that's you could you could have a winning record. I don't, you know, I don't know about eleven and I don't know about eleven and five, but ten and six, uh, yeah. I I think they would have gone ten and six with Taysom Hill. If Taysom Hill had been the starter all year this year, they would have gone ten and six. So uh, that was that was gonna be. I, I was gonna also say that I, I agree with Andrew. I think mm. Taysom Hill could also get get you there, but he has yeah. to not not if he's fucking fumbling two to three times a game. On yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, Philadelphia Dave, had the twelfth uh, best you, defense, yeah, was, and until their corners all died, Taysom was a mess against them. Yeah, Dave. Uh, the the caveat that you gave was 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 kind of that that's the deal it's how good is this roster next year for the saints and yeah i mean you can't have the you can't have the defense fall off and go back to like 2013 2014 oh no way yeah but you know uh you know you you, you've got to have a defense that upholds their end of the deal at least a little bit to help out a quarterback like that yeah all right kevin i just thought of a crazy ass scenario would this break Saints Twitter? Jameis <laughs> signs with the Bears. So the Saints can't bring back Jameis. On draft day, the Panthers trade up and take either the dude Lance from North Dakota Central State or Zach Wilson. And because they traded up, they don't want to have Teddy Bridgewater around anymore because they want to play the rookie and they don't want to have his captive. They trade him to the Saints for a third or a second round pick, and Teddy Bridgewater is your 2021 Saints quarterback along with Taysom Hill. Would that break Saints Twitter? If it was a second, uh, <laughs> I, I know I'm speaking along a, 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 a razor's edge here, but it's like, Second round pick, I see there being hysteria. Third round pick, not as much hysteria. So I, I, I would probably freak out initially, even if it was a third round pick. But well, if I they traded the third round pick they got for, for Teddy 20. Bridgewater because he went to Carolina for Teddy Bridgewater, Andrew, it would be the most meta Saints trade ever maybe. Through the yeah. glass. Yeah. T- Teddy Bridgewater would start to feel like Bitcoin, you know, if he came back <laughs> to the Saints again. But, uh, I think he's I, got uh, servers running. 
I texted you this, Ralph. Like that, this is kind of my dark horse theory that if the Panthers were to trade for a quarterback and unload Teddy, or cut him, you know, or try to trade him, that there is some scenario. I don't think this happens, but there is some scenario where Jameis signs elsewhere, and the Saints are stuck with Taysom only, and they find a way to get Teddy Bridgewater back. I mean. I- it wouldn't be the worst thing. You think you know, but you don't know. And you never will. I mean, that's partially true. We will know eventually who the Saints quarterback is. Um, yeah, come on, Jim. So, here's the thing. We, we didn't do the hotline. We haven't been doing the hotline the last couple of weeks because when the, when, the, when, the, when the Saints, when the season's over, the hotline is we, – we had a hard time, like, figuring out, like, what uh, – what to get you guys to talk about? Because we just throw out the hotline number. Whether the Saints win or they lose, y'all just call it, call it up. And oh, did I his... did I tell you guys I uncovered who the Russian female voice was? Oh no! Wait, wait, it wait, was... whoa, 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 whoa! I gotta, you got that? We gotta. <laughs> so it's Manadula's girlfriend. She's from Kazakhstan, and she's from Kazakhstan. <laughs> we're still playing these Borat clips all all these years later, and Monadula's wife, my wife, is actually from Kazakhstan. My wife. Well, it's actually Holy his girlfriend, shit. I think, but you know, hopefully his wife's seen enough. Maybe is she virgin? Is she virgin? She must be virgin. Hang like sleeve of wizard. I can't. That should have been the lead. That Andrew, how could you hold that Very nugget nice. forty minutes in? That should have been the Very lead delayed. of the show. Yeah. Call, yeah. Call, pod, call podcast hotline. Make glorious benefit. Nation of Kazakhstan. I was actually almost disappointed that there was an explanation. Like yeah. I, I really was hoping that it was like you Some, know, it was another random woman trying to reach out to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like the KGB somehow infiltrated our hotline and knew yeah. about us. By I the tried. way, we're, how are we doing yeah, in Malta, Ralph? Where would the KGB have possibly heard about us? Huh? Where would the <laughs> Russians have possibly heard us? Huh? Time stamp this, Thomas. Time stamp. <laughs> Ralph, so, what, give us a Malta update. How are we Malta, Malta were sixth. It's disgusting. Oh my God, sinking I like a rock. Hear uh, the rock. You know. The season's over. That's what it is. The two guys in Malta that are listening to us are. I mean, do they do they know that we're talking about them? God, I hate to hear that. I feel feel like they would be listening to us more. Six is not going to cut it, Malta. No, no. See, we should have got on the sea shanty trend when it was. I mean. That's if, we're going over there. Going I mean, if you're down. six, you're we're barely making there. it to a, a a BCS bowl. You can't be six. We got to be top top two at least. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. But here's the thing back to the hotline. We're going to throw out a topic. 
and we're gonna you can call and talk about the topic. So this week the topic is we want your most ridiculous Deshaun Watson trade offer. It can involve draft picks. It can involve uh, money. It can involve property. It can involve, it can involve stock, stock options. Game stock stop out. It can involve children, wives, whatever. We want your most ridiculous Deshaun Watson trades uh, proposals for the Saints. Life. She she plow. She good. She plow. Uh, Dave, if if the Saints getting Deshaun Watson came down to you quitting candy for an entire year, <laughs> could you do it? Um, no slippage. I mean, not even once. Like a whole year. Like who's who's watching me? Like God, God is watching. <laughs> oh well, I got news for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, could I could I do it? I I probably could do it. Would I would I do it? Would I would I willingly enter that you know that contract? <laughs> You'd be like, nah, I'll just take Jameis. I'm good. No, I don't think I'm so. good. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll I'll sweeten it up for you, Mr. Candyman. The Saints get uh, all right. The Saints get Deshaun Watson and make the playoffs. Win the division, make the playoffs. You muted yourself. No, 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 no. I um, that's a very generous offer, Kevin. And I hate to sound like a, a snobby fan at this point, but like okay making the playoffs making the playoffs number is one good seed make the playoffs number one year. seed i'm sick of making the playoffs and then number no, one I seed i don't give a shit you got to guarantee me uh honestly you, at this point you have to a guarantee trip me. to the super bowl there you go now we're talking now we're okay talking. in the game a trip there the yeah. saints get to the super bowl you promised me another Super Bowl trip. I, there's a lot I, I would do. I, I I might. I would consider giving up candy for that. Yes, yes. Right, man. Like, what kind of candy? Like, like, can I eat like? Okay, can. Okay, okay. candy. Okay, you can eat can whoppers, I, can I... Dave. That's the only candy you can eat for a year. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, you know, can I eat like the fancy, like individually packed like fruit roll up things no. from like Whole Foods? Mm-mm. That's oh, like no. candy. That's no. That's candy. No. The fact that you had to ask. Can I eat sugar-free candy? No. Candy. Wait, can I be sugar-free? Yeah. Mm. You know, and, 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 we'll, and I'll even say you can't have gum unless it's given to you by a dentist. Right. Well, you're going to need somebody better than God. You're going to need somebody better than God to keep the lookout for me because I don't know whether I'm going to be able to uphold myself. I don't know. Somebody's going to have to physically be there. To pry it from my hands. Yeah, as long as you didn't force me to agree to like some death or disease component, I, I pretty much say yes to everything. If you promise me a trip back to the Super Bowl, can I start smoking? <laughs> well, you don't need the same. Can I? The Super Bowl. Can I take up meth? I, mean, I, I just, I just feel like I'm gonna have to replace it with some other, some other terrible habit. Like, oh, no you definitely, you'll, you'll definitely. Andrew, would you would you take up meth if I promised you another Saints Super Bowl victory in the next I, four years? Would I? I couldn't hear. Would I do? Would what? you take up meth? <laughs> I love 
I love where we're going with this. I you know what? forget the previous hotline question. The new hotline question is, is would you get addicted to meth if you knew the Saints could go to the Super Bowl next year? I would go with no only because I would worry that I wouldn't have my full I wouldn't be able to fully enjoy the experience of making the Super Bowl. Just I don't know. Clear. Maybe <laughs> maybe you're, you're met you're methed out of your head on I, I would be enjoying some other experience. Partner, a provider. Oh, I wouldn't be able to enjoy the viewing experience yeah. of Jim Nance. It's not yeah. about your teeth falling out. It's not about your nah. your life falling apart, your wife leaving you, nah. your career nah. getting shambles. No, it's the fact that you that three and a half hour experience you wouldn't be able to enjoy it because you'd be strung out on meth. Yeah, I'd be worried about my next fix instead of focusing on the Saints winning. You know, I'd be worried about my player grades not being. You know? <laughs> that'd be that'd be a problem. I actually that would be a great read. Andrew doing Andrew doing player grades after the Saints win a Super Bowl on math. On math. Sorry, patrons, your player grades are going to be about three weeks late. Uh, sorry. Because yeah. Andrew's uh, got to check in with his parole officer yeah. and pee in a cup. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you I the mean, player grades. I'll give you the player grades, but can you Venmo me twenty bucks real quick? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. So before we get out of here tonight, I like I I the off season. Like we didn't we even hit our stride. Like we're like in it now. Like didn't even talk about the Saints football. haven't been playing for two weeks. We're already talking. We've just spent ten minutes about Andrew on meth. So we're. <laughs> We're in we're in mid we're in we're in a plus off season form here at the Saints Happy Hour. Uh, if this is the first time listening to us, we are the Saints. We are the best Saints podcast anywhere. We take our football very very seriously. Become a patron. We're the best. Uh, Andrew just just muting himself and looked like he was talking to his wife. His wife is probably like, "Your kids just heard you talking about you doing math. What is going on? What are you talking about on that podcast?" No, no, Kevin will actually love this. My son was downstairs in the basement watching uh, Royal Rumble, and so yeah, my kid's into wrestling now, which makes me kind of question a lot of things. But uh, no, I, he's he's really into it. So I actually asked him who won. So. <laughs> Not that I know any of these guys, so it's, but anyway. Um, you got to take an interest in the kids, Jude. You got to take, you got to well, no, be interested in what they, I will. So I will say I did turn it on and the first fight before it gets into the Royal Rumble and all that stuff is Goldberg. Like Goldberg comes out of retirement and the first fight is Goldberg. So I'm like, oh yeah, I actually know Goldberg. I actually know it, dude. So I don't know. <laughs> It's kind of surprising. What, Goldberg still wrestles? Jesus, what no, is it, he's 1997? like retired. But he, uh, what's the Scottish yeah. guy, the Scottish champ? What's his name? Drew McIntyre. Yeah, so Drew McIntyre has the belt, and I don't know something about Goldberg's like back in my day, you know. And there's a there's a whole respect thing. So he came out of retirement to fight the champ. That was yeah. the whole thing. I started playing Super Mario Odyssey to make sure I'm keeping up with my kid. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good game. It that's is really pretty good. good. Yeah, me and my kid smart. are playing the original Super Mario Brothers. I bought the. Well, I bought the knockoff Nintendo with six hundred games. Try to get all the moons. Do you get try to go back and get all the moons after you beat it? Uh, I haven't. Uh, I I just make sure I get enough mo- whatever however, however many moons I need to move on to the next level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But you I, know, there's like you anyway. 
yeah, there's more. That's, movements a, that's than... a whole podcast, yeah. right? There. Yeah, I have yeah, no I, uh, fucking idea what you were talking. I, uh, I have no children. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my kid, we are on level seven of the original Super Mario Brothers. We are getting close to saving the actual princess. When it happens, uh, I will fire up the. Uh, Breaking news, Siren. It will be a big moment in the world. Wait, what are you playing on? What are you playing on the Switch? No, I bought a knockoff imitation Nintendo. Oh. It's got 600 so games it on it. You, so, here, so here's the thing, though. So it allows you to save it. Like, like if you finish World 6, you can save it and turn it off and then go back the next day no. and start. No, no. Oh, okay. We got to start over and you get there. But that's where we are. We're on, like, World's... The end of six, the beginning of seven. Like, that's where we've progressed to. Unless you warp and then you just go straight to eight and finish it off. But we don't do that. We're progressing slowly along the way. So every time you start, you start from one, one. You start that's from right. One level. That's okay. right. One right. One, you start from one of one. You start that's from right. Jameis World one of one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrew, what questions do we have in the Discord? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we were, we were a little light on questions tonight, but we got a few. Uh, this is from Bud Rich. Uh, which QB, uh, I'll, I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Ralph this one. Ralph this is from Bud Rich. Which QB in the draft class would fit outside of Lawrence Field and Wilson? So not necessarily who you want, but if selected would fit in Peyton's scheme. The guy who would pit, fit in Peyton's scheme, I think, in hypothetically, would be Mac Jones from Alabama. He scares me to death because Alabama's offensive line is so good. Like, he literally played an entire season where no one touched him. So, like, yes, he's accurate. Yes, he throws a nice deep ball. Yes, he's good in intermediate routes. But I, he has a very, like, Matt Leinert feel to him. Remember Matt Leinert for the tro- – like, Matt Leinert – he played at USC. Everybody's like, he's awesome. He won the Heisman. But, dude, he didn't get touched for four goddamn years. So, like, Mac Jones, he would scare me, especially if the Saints got him and traded up to get him. But but Mac Jones, I think, is the answer. Okay. Uh, Kevin, this is a great question for you. This is from Bob. Oh, God. Okay. So, if, if the Rams had to pay the Lions two firsts and a third just to take Jared Goff, then what would you have to pay someone to take prime Bobby Bear off your hands? <laughs> See, this is this is a this is a word problem. This is a math word problem. I don't do well with math word problems. Um, do, I, do I need to rephrase the question for you? Yes. Okay. So basically, the the Detroit got a bunch of stuff to take yeah. Jared Goff's contract on their hands, right? Right. So this is basically a question framing it as an insult to Bobby Bear, And it's saying, how much would you have, how many picks or how much stuff would you have to give to someone else to have them take Bobby Bear and his prime off your hands? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I, I enjoy the, this question because it's a little bit of shade at prime Bobby Hebert. It is. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give you a first and a third. Here's here's the thing. In an alternate universe, Jim Finks wasn't a giant dick, and he took the Raiders' offer of a second-round pick 
and Marcus Allen for Bobby Bear. And the Saints went and got another quarterback, and they had Marcus Allen to run the ball, and Jim Mora wins a playoff game. How about that? Mm. All right, well, this clearly goes to Dave because it's your buddy, Brad. Uh, he, he wants to know what the hell is he supposed to do for the next eight months. <laughs> Besides listening uh, to this podcast every day? <laughs> Masturbate uh, furiously? Yeah, well, you guys, you guys better be pumping them out every day so Brad can listen to them every day. Uh, I think Brad stays pretty busy. Uh, you know, Brad's uh, Brad's got a job that stay that's going to be very that's going to have good job security for the next five to ten years, thanks to uh, COVID and our crumbling economy. Um, <laughs> but uh, other than that, uh, oh, we got the music. Ralph, yeah, I forgot the music. music <laughs> Uh, good time. Day, day late and a dollar short. Yeah, always. Um, but I don't know. We'll ha- hang out and drink with me. Can we yeah. at least get the Ralph shuffle? There you go. Uh, this is Brad again, Ralph. I'll let you answer this one. Uh, he wants to know: Is there any scenario in which the Saints get to the Super Bowl this coming week? If we need some zombie apocalypse, he will do his best. No, but there, I need to tell you, you people, you need to get in the right headspace, emotionally ready. Kansas City's missing both of their offensive tackles. Oh my God! No, no, no! no. I cannot, I, I cannot watch Tom, Tom Brady. Tampa Bay is gonna Bay win Buccaneers. Sunday. No, no, I can't, I can't, I can't fucking. I'm not, I'm not emotionally prepared. I'm just saying, like, uh, it's gonna happen. You need to get ready for it. I don't want it to happen. But it's going to happen. Tampa's going to win Sunday. This is from Houdat Golfer, Dave. Uh, If the Saints are able to sign Jameis, uh, then does a one-year contract signal that they don't really love him and that a multi-year contract suggests that they do? Um... I mean, not necessarily knowing this. I mean, it depends on how that multi-year contract was uh, loaded. If it's uh, lots of ghost years, <laughs> is it the Nick Fairley multi-year contract special? Yes, yeah, it allows them to cut Jameis and not have any dead money and get the fuck out of there. Then I would say that means they hate Jameis and they have no fucking <laughs> idea what the hell he's going to do. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It all depends. It all depends. All right, this is from King Okra. Another great question for uh, for Kevin. So he said, he, he says, look, guys, I know I'll get hammered for this, uh, but maybe proposing this would make you think that I'm already hammered. Uh, if the Falcons, he calls them the failures here. If the failures draft a QB, why not take a run at Matt Ryan on a two-year deal? Dude can still play and has plenty, plenty of arm left. I would do that. I've said that many times. That feels a little Jim. That feels that feels very. Let me, let me see how old he is. I would. Matthew Thomas Ryan is thirty. He will be thirty-six years old by the time the season starts. I would take two that. years. Two years. I would take. That feels very Jim Everett. Nineteen ninety-four. Huh? To me. I I I'm not touching Matt Ryan with a ten foot. I mean, look, look. This would be a reverse box. This would be we a reverse Bobby A. Bear. <laughs> reverse Bobby. A. Would Matt Ryan? Know, what would he do if if he way. let? What would Matt Ryan do if he led the Saints to a victory 
in the Mercedes Dome in Atlanta. Bobby Hebert did the whole flying thing. So what would Matt Ryan do as Saints quarterback to stick it to the Falcons? He'd put on his finest undergarments. Yeah, he doesn't have the balls to do. He's Wait, so how many draft picks would the Falcons give us to take Matt Ryan? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the right question. Uh, you know, a good host. I mean, the whole point of us having banana meters so you can play the 28 to 3 thing or the shy Tuttle thing. Yeah, that. You know. Matt Ryan. Oh my God. Wie eine Puppe gibt er die ab. Und er fliegt auf den Boden. Hör doch mal auf. Yeah. I don't all, have... all right, Saints Rabbit, Ralph. He wants to know if Jameis Winston is our starter next year. Uh, do we need Jameis one of one on retainer uh, to defend him with advanced analytics every time we lose because of Jameis Winston? I mean, we love Jameis one of one because he's a great he's a great guest. He's great fun. But honestly, I fear that he will get very very old. Like he just does not flinch and Jameis can do no wrong and Ever. like after he's, like he's a couple biased. of like he's four biased. turnover Jameis games we're gonna be like Jameis one of one you need to shove it we can't like take your analytics and go the fuck away for a couple weeks we can't handle it and he's gonna block us all like that's how that's how the story ends if, if the Saints have Jameis like eventually Jameis one and one of one will block us all and never come on this podcast again because he'll have a stretch of turnovers and Jameis one of one will hate us I mean you you have to admit you can't lie about it I mean he's he's a biased He's a bi- he's got a biased opinion. He's and he's. What makes you think that? Yeah, I know. And <laughs> and everything so far he has, he has uh, shaped to fit into his uh, his opinion and his narrative. And so. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, who knows? Uh, you know, if Jameis has a great season next season, he's he he gets. I say he gets to take a victory lap. I give him that much. I think we'll all be taking a victory lap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, everybody, thanks for joining us. Listen, uh, this podcast, uh, we go off the rails every week. But but in the off season, you know, we talk Andrew possibly getting addicted to meth so the Saints can win a Super Bowl. What else we talked about? Uh, wrestling uh, call tonight. Call the hotline. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. What would you give up for Deshaun Watson? Call the hotline. 210-595-0818. What would you give up for Deshaun Watson? The best calls. Do it. Uh, if we have a really, really exceptional one, we'll send you a T-shirt. How about that? So for Andrew, for Dave, I'm Ralph. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, the bar is closed. What? No and for Kevin also? Oh, yeah, that's Christ, man. (laughs) Maybe if you show up every week, I could remember your fucking name. How about that? Kevin's even here tonight.